free. And uh, we just want to talk a little bit and just honor our veterans, honor the Lord, and uh, just, just, just see if the Lord will just speak some things uh, to our heart today. Amen. Luke chapter number 23. And uh, I'm going to jump down and start reading in verse number 32. And it's very familiar, it's the story of the crucifixion of Jesus. And I just want to look at some things today. I, I want to look at uh, the heart of Jesus. And I want to look at the heart of, of our veterans. You know what? Uh, there's some similarities. And uh, I want us today to, 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 to check our heart. And say, Lord, what am, what am I willing to do? What is my level of commitment? What is God doing in me? And what is uh, He willing to do? And uh, I, I think that it will be a big blessing. It's wonderful to have my children uh, here this morning. And uh, my sons and daughters. And uh, we, had a, we had a wonderful uh, birthday a celebration for my uh, father-in-law and mother-in-law yesterday. And so all the family was in, and I appreciate them coming, uh, even if it's just because they want me to take them to lunch. <laughs> we said we was all going to lunch today, and I said, who's paying? They said, you are. So I might conveniently leave my billfold at home. I used to do that to my brother all the time when I worked for him. I would... Conveniently leave it. Luke chapter number 23 and verse number 32. There were also two others. Criminals led with him to be put to death. When they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him. And the criminals, one on the right side and one on the left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. They divided his garments and cast lots, and the people stood looking on. But even the rulers with them sneered, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Christ, the chosen of God. The soldiers also mocked him, coming and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. An inscription was written and put over his head in Greek, Latin, and Hebrew, This is king of the Jews. Then one of the criminals who was hanged blasphemed and said, If you're the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, seeing you're under the same condemnation? We indeed justly, we receive the due reward for our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you, when you come into paradise and Jesus said unto him, Assuredly, I say to you, today. Everybody say, today. today. You will be with me in the paradise. Now, when it was about the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth. The sun was darkened, the veil was torn in two, and Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having saying this, he breathed his last. It was the 11th hour, the 11th day of the 11th month of 1918. The world celebrated. Does anyone know why? Does that date mean anything? It was because World War I was over. President Woodrow Wilson issued a proclamation to celebrate Armistice Day on November the 11th, 1938. 
And that day was declared a national holiday. In 1954, the name was changed to Veterans Day to honor all U.S. soldiers of any war. This morning, as these gentlemen have stood up here, and we have many others, veterans that have served, as we look at them, as we say thank you, as we understand and we can't understand the sacrifice that they gave, but we just need to have gratitude. And as I said earlier, and as the video said, when you see a veteran, take a moment to say thank you. There's so many that gave their life, that their time, their sacrifice, their talents, their ability, that gave up so much for us. And for that, we're so grateful. There was one such young man by the name of Ronald L. Coker. Ron Coker was born in Alliance, Nebraska. Shortly after high school graduation, he received his invitation by draft. He enlisted in the Marine Corps. After his recruit training, PFC Coker was deployed to Vietnam. He arrived November of 1968. Private Coker was committed to the cause of freedom for the people of South Vietnam. Private Ron Coker demonstrated the first quality of the heart of a veteran. The same quality that we see in this story that we read about Jesus today. It was a heart committed to a cause. There's so many causes out there. Each one of these men, you heard them say, I served during this conflict, during this war, during this. There was a cause for those particular things. There was some that they didn't necessarily see or know the reason, but they fought because they were commanded. Because it was ordered. And soldiers know how to follow orders. Oh, as Christians, if we could learn how to follow orders without complaining, without asking why, if we could just do what Jesus asked us to do, it would be a lot simpler, wouldn't it? A heart committed to a cause is as they looked at Jesus and they said, look, you've saved others. Why don't you save yourself? We see so many Heard so many stories. There's been so many movies made uh, about war heroes and how selfless they are. To lay down your life, to be willing to fight for others who you've never seen and for future generations whom you'll never see takes a special kind of heart. A heart that has a purpose, a heart that's committed to a cause. And as they shouted at Jesus, save yourself. He didn't come down off of the cross. He didn't say, you know what, you're right. All these other people are not worth it. You see, he had a cause. His cause was the whole world. He wasn't there just to save himself. He was there to deliver all people. Our veterans demonstrate this heart. They fight for the cause of freedom, the cause of courage, the cause of love for this country. Something that we're missing in 2020. A love for country, an honor for our flag, an honor for those who have served the, the, the cause of constitutional self-government. Listen, we, we're, we're believing for less government, not, not more. We still live in the land of the brave, the 
home of the brave, the land of the free. I still want to be free. Amen. Jesus Christ committed Himself to those causes. Amen. That you could have freedom. That you could have forgiveness. That you could have eternal life. What, what are you committed to? We live in a society. We live in a generation. No one wants to commit to anything. You ask anybody to do anything. And they say, well, I'll think about it. I'll see. Come on, where is our commitment? Amen. To step up and say, yes, I'll do it. We need to be committed. Are we willing to commit ourselves? Are we willing to risk our life for a purpose? Are we willing to dedicate our energies to our family and to our spouses and to our children, to our church? Are we willing to commit ourselves? To commit our talents and our abilities, to commit our finances, to commit ourselves to the Lord. As Brother Larry said, are we willing to Serve. Are we willing to volunteer in the army of the Lord? To do that takes commitment. You see, we, we, we honor our veterans today. We thank them. But we worship the commander in chief, Jesus. And we love and we salute our flag, but we kneel at the cross. We, 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 we love the heart that these men and women have to serve. It was March the 24th that Private Coker was walking on patrol and he was walking on a narrow jungle trail in Quang Tri province. Suddenly he came up on five North Vietnamese soldiers and Private Coker fired several shots and the enemy retreated toward a cave and they began taking fire and they hid a hidden enemy was there and they had ambushed him and they began to fight and fire and one marine was wounded in the initial burst and went down. The rest of the patrol scrambled for cover. But Private Coker did not hesitate. He rushed forward to rescue the fallen marine. But he was hit by rifle fire and knocked to the ground. He ignored the pain of his wounds and continued crawling forward toward the fallen marine. He lobbed a grenade into the enemy position and the guns were silenced. He continued crawling till he came to the side of his comrade and began pulling him to cover. Once again, he demonstrated the heart of a veteran, a heart dedicated to change in the course of future. So many people are so worried about right now. People can't see the future. People don't know that what you do today affects our future. And if young people are not willing to fight today for freedom, we're not going to have freedom tomorrow. If you don't fight in this generation, amen, for the freedom that Jesus Christ has given us, we're going to lose that freedom in the future. It takes generation after generation willing and with a heart of sacrifice, with a heart to serve, with a heart to make a commitment, and with a heart willing to change future generations. Was that criminal, that convict, that guilty man on his ride that said, you didn't do anything wrong. I deserve what I've got. 
I know I had on my future is not very bright. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. But could you just have mercy? When you come into your kingdom, I know there's a future. I know this is not all there is. I know I've squandered and I've messed up my past. And I don't know what the future holds. But when you come into your kingdom, could you remember me? Jesus said today, you'll be with me in paradise. That man's future was changed because of his willingness to cry out. His willingness to humble Himself. His willingness to repent of His sins. His willingness to say, I know there's hope in my future. So many these gentlemen are here, standing here. And in their time, they fought for the freedom that we are enjoying today. Amen. Give them a hand clap. What are we willing to do for our future? What are you willing to do today to make a difference in your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren's life? What are you willing to do for your church? What are you willing to do for your family? How can you change history by what you do today? You've got to have a heart committed. Willing to sacrifice today to make a difference in tomorrow. Listen, there's so many that have gave up so much. Jesus gave it all. He was willing to sacrifice his life. And he came to us in the nick of time for our eternity. Private Ron Coker's wounded, shot, dragging his fellow wounded Marine. When an enemy lobbed a grenade and it landed on top of the fallen marine. Private Coker grabbed the grenade. And be- turned away from the fallen soldier. But before he could toss it, it exploded. It didn't kill him. It showered him, sprayed his face, his body now full of shrapnel. But he didn't stop. He continued crawling and dragging the fallen marine and miraculously, little by little, he was getting him further and further away from enemy fire. Several more grenades went off around him, continuing to pepper him. And he continued to crawl. From their positions in the jungle, the other members of the second platoon watched in disbelief as Coker steadfastly crawled along the jungle floor, pulling the wounded Marine. Inspired by his actions, the rest of the platoon surged forward, guns firing, throwing grenades, and were able to get where he was and pull them both to safety. Heart of a veteran. A heart willing To pay the ultimate price. A heart willing to not think of only themselves, but of others. To think about those that they're supposed to have their back. Who's supposed to have your back? We always think about who's got my back. My question is not that today. My question is whose back do you have? 
Who are you willing to go into enemy fire? Who are you willing to go into the world? Who are you willing to go into the devil's den where he's destroying the lives of people and teenagers and marriages and you're willing to go in there knowing that you're surrounded by the enemy but you're willing to take the risk to save the life of your brothers and sisters? Do you have a heart to pay the ultimate price? Do you have a heart heart like Jesus that when he was wounded and beaten and when he was bleeding and hurting and in pain and he looked out at the very ones that did it and said father kill them all because they're a bunch of crazy nuts they hurt me could you please hurt them double that's us isn't it That's our heart. Somebody did me wrong. I want them to get what's coming to them. Oh, Jesus looked out at the very ones that betrayed him. The ones that mocked him. And the ones that crucified him. And said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They're lost. But I'm going to pay this price. My heart is willing to. To pay the ultimate sacrifice. I'll die. So they can live. What kind of heart do you have today? Jesus didn't shrink back. He didn't stop in the middle. He didn't quit. He didn't give up when things got hard. The Bible declares the Son of Man didn't come to serve. Or to be served. But He came to serve. We just, we, in our life, we have, we have a, our heart is all about what I can get. What people can do for me. Lord, change our heart today. Give us the heart of a veteran. Give us the heart of a soldier. Give us the heart of those that will say, it's not about me. It's about this great country. It's about my fellow soldiers. I'm willing to put myself at risk to save somebody else. Give me a heart to serve. Romans 5, 6, for while we were still hopeless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrates His own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Romans 5, 10, for if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. See, our veterans, they were willing to pay that price. They gave up the safety, the peacefulness of being at home. They left friends and family and loved ones and spouses and children. They surrendered their personal plans and their education and their careers. And for that, they suffered all kind of pain, all kind of injuries. Losing sight, losing hearing, losing limbs. Many suffering still today, physically and emotionally. They paid a price so that you and I could be free. How are we repaying them? 
What kind of heart do we have? Do we have a heart of gratitude? Do we have a heart of thankfulness? Do we have a heart? Do we look at what they've done? And can we say, Lord, I want a heart like that? They paid the ultimate price. What what are you willing to pay? What are you willing to pay to maintain your spiritual freedom? What are you willing to pay to do and fulfill the purpose that God has called you to do? What are you willing to pay to raise your children in the way the Lord has called you to? What are you willing to pay to live a life of holiness? To do what's right, to act right, to live right, to serve, to give. Hebrews said in 12, 14, Pursue peace with all people in holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. No greater price has ever been paid. Jesus paid it with His blood. Many of our veterans paid with their blood. Private Ronald Coker succeeded in his mission. He saved the life of that wounded Marine. However, PFC Ron Coker suffered so many serious injuries that he died that day in the field of fire as he laid in the arms of his comrades. Private Coker's body was returned to his Nebraska home where he was buried at Fairview Cemetery. For his heroism, he was given the Medal of Honor. What are you willing to give today? What kind of heart do you have? Is your heart selfish? Is your heart just all about you? Would you be that type of soldier? Would you have put your life at risk? Would you have crawled, wounded, to save another brother? Oh yes, pastor, I would have. You can't even take time to stop and say hello to someone that's going through trouble. And you, you can't even stop and pray for someone who's sick. We, we can't hardly give an hour or so to the house of God. And yet we want to say, oh, I'd be willing to crawl into the fire to pull out. a. Come on. Whatever, your, your, your actions are going to show what your heart is made of. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. But I just go a little further. Because actions speak louder than words. There's a lot of people that say, Pastor, I got you back. I ain't seen them since. How many of your friends say, oh, I got you back. Well, yeah, but you didn't know they meant with a knife. You didn't know they were going to stab you in the back. Come on, what kind of heart do we have today? Do we have the heart to make a commitment? Do we have a heart that has a purpose? Do we have a heart that's willing to pay the ultimate sacrifice and willing to reach out to others in need to put ourselves in harm's way? Are we willing to inconvenience ourselves just a little bit to help somebody else? See, Veterans Day's opportunity 
to say thank you, but it shouldn't just be this day. We say it all the time. I mean, Easter shouldn't be the only day we celebrate the risen Savior. Christmas shouldn't be the only time we remember the birth of our Lord. Uh, You know, we should do it all year round. Thanksgiving should not be the only day we're thankful. Huh? My birthday shouldn't be the only day you give me a present. (laughs) It's December the 20th, by the way. Listen, we thank those that had a heart to serve. There's so many monuments. I've I've been able to go to Washington. I've seen the monuments. We've seen those and read the names. And it's moving. But the cross today is a monument that has stood for thousands of years, over 2,000 years, as a symbol of hope. Symbol of commitment. A symbol of someone who was willing to die for you. That had your back. That was able to go into the very pits of hell. And take back what the devil stole. And it's still true. John 3.16 is still true today. For God so loved the world that he gave. What kind of heart does God have? God's this God up there. He's just mean. He's trying to ruin my fun. He's got all these rules and regulations. And what kind of God? His heart has not changed. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. He had a heart with a cause. A purpose. And he was willing to fight for that cause. He had a heart of commitment. He made a commitment. He had a heart and a willingness to give his life. And Jesus showed his heart that day. When he stretched his arms out. And he died for you. What kind of heart do you have? Do you have a heart to serve? Do you have a heart that will make a commitment And keep it. A lot of people. Make promises. Not everybody keeps them. Come on. Let's have a heart. Let's be committed. Let's have a purpose. Let's be willing to give our life. For that purpose. And the Bible says if we lay down our life. We'll find it. Great is our reward. In heaven. Amen. Is that the kind of heart you want? I don't want a selfish heart. I don't want a heart without purpose. I don't want a heart that's not willing to sacrifice. Because I'm telling you, that's a miserable heart. That's a bitter heart. That's a sad heart. Listen, as you open your heart and begin to help others, God will send people to help you. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you. For these veterans today, thank you for all of our veterans across our nation. From every war, conflict, or whenever they served, if it was peacetime or war. Thank you for their sacrifice. Thank you for those young men and young women today who are still going in and volunteering and saying, Here am I, send me. 
Father, just as Pastor Marcelo's nephew in boot camp right now with the Navy. We ask you to protect him. Keep him. Lord, keep all those right now that are in training. Lord, to go. Thank you for all those that are there serving in every capacity to keep us. Thank you for their heart and their willingness. And Lord, today, give us the heart of a veteran. What's my cause? What am I fighting for? What is my purpose? What is my sacrifice? What is my willingness? Father, today we just open our heart. We ask you to forgive us for our selfishness. And Lord, we just ask you to open our heart. And give us the cause. The cause is eternity. Oh, we're fighting for Jesus Christ. We're fighting for the soul's Of our fellow brothers and sisters, our children, our grandchildren, our neighbors, our friends. We're fighting for their eternity. We're fighting to deliver them from eternity in hell. So that they may live in heaven. Let us not be selfish. Having this great gift and not willing to share it. Father, give us a purpose. Let us fight for that purpose. Give us a willingness To lay down our life. To sacrifice. Give of our time and our abilities and our talents. Our finances. Whatever we can do to forward the cause of Christ. Father give us a sacrifice. A heart willing. To lay down our life. For others. Just this week. Fifty more were beheaded. For the cause of Christ. All over this world. Men and women and children are giving their lives. And we sit here so comfortable. Oh everything is not perfect here. We're in a struggle and a battle. For the soul of this nation right now. But all over the world. People are giving their life. For America. And for the gospel. Protect them. Give them courage. Let them stand firm. And give us a heart to fight. And a willingness to lay down our life. For the cause. If you're here today. If you're watching online. And you say pastor. I've never joined the army of the Lord. How do you enlist? By giving your heart and life to Jesus. Oh there's nothing better. Because when He swears you in, He'll take your sins, take your past, take your failures and mistakes, and He'll forgive it. He'll take all your dirty rags and filthy garments, and He'll give you a robe of pure white. He'll change your destiny from hell to heaven. He gives you the Word of God as a sword to fight against principalities and powers. Today, you say, Pastor, I've never surrendered myself to the army of the Lord. I've never given my heart to Jesus. Maybe you're here in the building. Maybe you're watching. And you say, today, Pastor, I want to give my heart. I want a heart willing to serve. you got to enlist. you got to answer the call. you got to say, here am I. And if that's you today, in the building or online, pray with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus... Thank you for giving your life 
to save me. Thank you for your willingness to fight for me. To die for me. But you rose again. And you're coming again. I want to be ready. I want to have a heart to serve. A heart to fight. A heart to give. A heart to die. Whatever you want me to do. I'm willing. Jesus. Come into my life. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Be my friend. You're my commander in chief. I'll follow your orders. I'll be obedient to your commands. And I'll fight faithfully in the army of the Lord. I'll love others. I'll give my life to serve others. And I give my life to you today. Forgive me of all of my sins. Give me a new heart. A clean heart. A heart to serve. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I just pray all across this building and those watching online. Lord, those that have prayed that prayer today. Lord, all of us that have recommitted ourselves to the cause of Christ. Let us re-enlist today. Oh Lord, our calling, our purpose never ends. This season, this service never comes to an end. Father, it's until you take us to heaven. So Lord, there's been many. There's some AWOL. There's some wounded in battle. There's some in the hospitals. There's some, Lord, that have given their lives already. We just pray, give us a heart to serve. Give us a heart to fight for the cause of Christ. Let us be willing to do whatever it takes to bring others to Christ. Today we're willing to lay down our life as you laid down yours that others may be saved. Open our heart today and bring joy to our heart today. In Jesus' name, everybody said a big amen. Come on, give Jesus a big hand clap today. Praise the Lord. Miss Amy's coming. Give you a last.